I am Tova Cito. I believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And I believe it's our job to get us there. Every week, I will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The Remedy. everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Remedy. I'm so happy to be here today with a beautiful, beautiful woman who I just met named Carrie. Carrie, I don't even know your last name. Feinstein. But my married name is Saitlin. I go by Feinstein at work. Okay, Carrie Feinstein. Yep. Originally from? Dallas. Oh, you grew up here. I grew up here. Wow. Canadian family, but grew up in Dallas. And where did you grow up? Uh, North Dallas. Went to Green Hill. All right. Yeah. Well, like you're. Yeah. Have you ever left? No. But I married a boy from Alabama, which was <laughs> shocking. Does I got he a have tall that tall Al- Jew from Alabama, which was not easy to find? <laughs> I always joke about it, but he's a good Southern boy. Yeah. He's actually in Birmingham at the game today, Rule Tide. Oh, I love Birmingham. Yeah. Nice people. Yeah. Great people. And it's beautiful there. I wrote a book and did a book signing there. Really? And I'd never been there, but I went with a dear friend of mine who had a book signing for me, and they were the loveliest. Oh yeah, when I people. come now, like I didn't even just give birth; I have three kids, and all the neighbors come, all the friends come. They bring, you know, food. Like, yeah, they're just the most hospitable, yes. great, great, yes. good, good, good people. Yes. Okay, so I um I met you today through a friend who connected us named Stacy who. You are her esthetician. Yes. Is that right? And friend. And friend. Well, yeah. I know you guys yeah. are, are close and, and she's fabulous. She's but a great student. She listens. Everything I say, she just listens. Soaks it's it all up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I asked you to come on today. Um, in fact, I was telling my kids, I dropped them off at basketball practice on the way. And they're like, who are you recording today, mom? And I was like, I'm talking to a woman and we're talking about skin. And Carter, my 15-year-old son, he was like, ooh, I want to listen to that one. And I go, you do? And he goes, yeah. And he's like, but, you know, I have pretty good skin. (laughs) I'm actually super passionate about teenagers and their skin. Wow. Hopefully he tunes in. (laughs) Oh, he he will. He he will listen. Okay, so I wanted to talk to you today about skin and our face and our bodies, and I'm sure it's all related. I'm sure you don't just focus on face-face, but um, because it's such an issue. I mean, it's such, and, and it's become such a big, big, big part. Overwhelming. Yeah. Crazy. Part, yes. Um, I mean, ever since, I didn't, my mom didn't, I mean, the only time she ever went and did anything to her face was to get a facial. That's it. Right. You know, so faces and all the things that we can do to our faces, good and bad, um, has changed a lot. And I mean, even in just what, the past 10 years, wouldn't you say? Oh my God. I mean, yeah, it's, I'm in the iPhone world. I always joke. I mean, I couldn't even predict what I'll be able to do for my patients in a year from now. Wow. Just because of how fast paced it is. Wow. Okay. So how did you get started in this? My, do- my dad is an endocrinologist. He's a hormone specialist. Uh-oh. And I used to be a teacher. And I always was very into fashion, beauty, all of that. But I always loved children, so I became a teacher. But I couldn't support myself as a teacher. And I was on the beach one day 
popping pimples on all my male members of my family. (laughs) They were all lined up. (laughs) And my dad walks over. He's like, what are we going to do with this girl? I mean, you can't like pop pimples for a living. And he said, actually, I spoke to this doctor who was talking to me about laser hair removal. And I have all these patients with negative side effects from their hormones. And God, it would be amazing if that really worked. And I just lit up like a firecracker. And I was like, forget your patients. What woman wouldn't want to never shave again? Like that would change my life. Because I really suffered from like ingrown hairs and all that stuff. Mm. And so that summer since I was off, you know, being a teacher, you're off in the summers, I researched and researched and found this device that did laser hair removal and leg veins and removed sun damage. And I basically harassed my dad that whole summer. I was like, I need to do this. This is my calling. I, and, um, how old are you when this is happening? I was like 27. Wow. Yeah. And so you're like, this was unheard of. And I live in a, you know, pretty affluent world. Nobody had done laser hair removal. I mean, it was very, very foreign. And so anyway, I harassed him and he helped me take a loan and gave me a room within his practice at Medical City. And it was me and my machine and that was it. And I just treated every patient like gold and I worked so hard and I used my relationships and I grew and grew and then I... So that's how you got started was laser hair removal. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. And now I have, I mean, 20 something employees. I own a building. I have, I don't even know how many machines I have now and it's 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 been a big 15 years. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Okay, where where is your what do you call it? Studio? Your um what, I don't what do you It's a your, building of beauty. <laughs> I love That's that. That's really what it is. I mean, we're now so I <clears throat> we bought my husband's in commercial real estate. He helped us find a building cuz you know, paying rent at a hospital, it's just stupid and basically my dad um, was open to buying a space because he didn't want me to do the same mistake he made in spending millions of dollars over the years renting for nothing. So we found this building that was in Preston Hollow. It's at Forest and Inwood. Mm-hmm. And we gave it a facelift. We built out a beautiful office, really beautiful. And my dad moved his entire practice with me. So he's there. I see my dad every day. That's so fun. Yeah. And then my... Um, so about, I don't know, four years into the business, I um, brought on a in- nurse injector. Her name is Noelle. She is like my partner in crime. We are yin and yang. Mm-hmm. And her and I joined forces and grew and grew. And then my younger sister graduated and I taught her everything I know. And she's been a big part of this business. And And then my other sister does all my social media. So basically I'm with two sisters and my dad every day and it's it's really a blessing and I'm so grateful that's incredible yeah that uh, that would be a dream come true it's fun it's fun I'm not gonna lie I would absolutely love that and I I feel like it would be so nice to go into business with your family because you could just love each other but also tell it like it is definitely you know yeah, it's it. You got to tiptoe a little bit more with other people but with family you can just shoot straight yeah that's that's yeah. nice. So basically, you know, the bill. Oh, what's it called? Enlighten. Enlighten. Yep. Okay, Enlighten. And what, what do you do at Enlighten? Okay, so for the first 
13 years, I did everything. I did the consultations, I did the treatments, I ran the show. And basically, now that the business has really grown, I feel that where I can best serve the most amount of people is by give, being the planner. Um, I want all my patients to know me. I try to do all the consultations and I call myself the happy police because <laughs> I want to make sure everybody gets the results that they're promised. And I'm very different than if you just go to a plastic surgeon's office or a dermatologist's office. And I'm not speaking poorly about that. It's just a different experience. I'm looking at your eyebrows. I'm looking at how you wear your makeup. I'm looking at mm. your skincare regimens. I'm looking at, you know, how did that take effect and was this the best choice? And I'm not so interested in selling you memberships or packages. It's more about getting to know your skin and building a long-term relationship. So my patients become my friends, my family. They trust me. And I'm not used to most people walking in the door and saying, I have an unlimited budget and my husband's all about me doing whatever I want to myself. And here you go. Like, just tell me what I want. Most people come in. They're scared. They don't want to look unnatural. Mm -hmm. um, they know they need to do something, but they don't know what. Mm -hmm. And I basically prioritize, and I look at them, and I think, what do I think will help enhance them the most? Because it's not always one thing. Like, if, people always ask me, what's the one thing that you can do to make someone look younger? I mean... I do like one treatment called Ol-Therapy, which helps stimulate collagen and tighten the skin, but that's not always the one thing for that person. I mean, Tell it me could about be acne I'm, scars. It could be melasma right, right, where you have right. like this mask of brown. You know, So I look at them and I think, what's distracting mm. from their beauty? Mm. Because we always have like that thing, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be their eyebrows. Mm -hmm. I have right. a full-time brow expert there, and I don't make $1. And it is weird I'm sharing that information, but it's true. <laughs> I, it is, I, I just brought him on because I am that passionate about the center of your face being on point. And I'm like, made room for him. He's amazing and everybody loves him and he makes everybody's eyebrows perfect. Wow. And I'm like, I, I just, I can't help it. I can end up spending an entire hour talking about their eyebrows <laughs> because it's distracting me from, you know. I love how you say that because it is so true. There are things about people's faces that do distract us and it's not you don't mean to be critical you don't mean to be judgmental you're not trying to find what's wrong with them but you know if a girl has just had a baby and she has the pregnancy mask you see it right you know you see it and and you're so right that I mean if we look in the mirror and we see something about ourselves or that distracts us from ourselves we want that fixed right you know we really want that fixed but you know it's funny i'll have somebody come in and i see something that's really distracting me mm -hmm. and they're focused on this one little spot over there mm -hmm. and i i think i i'm good about you know addressing what's bothering them mm -hmm. but also educating them on on other things and i mean we understand having an interior designer and that it's not just the color of the walls that make the difference or just the rug it's all the details coming together mm -hmm. and that's why i felt after all these years i i need to be this one-stop shop mm -hmm. i like to have the answers i just bought three new machines last week 
and truthfully, some of it is a little bit repetitive of what I already do, but there's these little details where I'm like, well, I want to address your scars, but your skin is too dark and this machine isn't safe for that. So I literally bought a machine just so I don't ever hit that. I can't help you. I always want to help people. And each machine is like a house. I mean, my husband wasn't exactly happy when I called him and said, oh, guess what? We have to buy three more machines this week. (laughs) I mean, he's like, can we start with one, you know? But (laughs) I'm in the iPhone world and I just, I I read the magazines that everybody reads and I listen to the celebrities that, you know, give advice and I'm overwhelmed for them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I meet with reps daily on all the different devices. So it's my job to sift through what's out there. It's my job to tell you what's right for your skin. You don't need to come in and say, I need this particular laser. Mm. That's my job. Mm. I really like that. When you come in, I mean, I don't need to tell you all the different names of the different fillers and all the different, I mean, my job is to say, this is what you need. And I simplify things for people. And I think that's what they really appreciate the most. So when you say you're a one-stop shop, what all does Enlighten do and what all does Enlighten have? What are all the opportunities at your facility? Well, I'm I'm definitely a dreamer and I'm high maintenance. <laughs> I'm just like my patients, so I think that's what <laughs> that's really so helps me. Good. Oh yeah. So if it if I feel that I need something, I get it. So now that I have this building and I feel like I have this playground, I decided, well, I have this space. Why don't I open a boutique? It didn't really start that way. A little funny background. Um, I got a massage at the Ritz Carlton and I, I was in love with the sheets. I just could not get over these sheets. Mm-hmm. And they ended up, they sold the sheets there. So I bought the sheets and I was like, oh my God, these are the best sheets I've ever had. They've changed my life. <laughs> and then I started telling all my patients, you need to get these sheets, you need to get these sheets. And then after like the 50th person I sold these sheets to, my secretary says to me, Carrie, you know, you're a spa. You could sell these sheets if you're that passionate about the sheets. And then this light bulb went on and I'm like, you're right, I should sell these sheets. <laughs> so I started selling sheets. Everybody's buying the sheets, everyone loving the sheets. And then I was like, I want to buy I, the sheets. Right. If I can sell sheets, <laughs> I should sell, I should have a boutique, you mm-hmm. know, because I mm-hmm. just in that way, I'm like, you need these sneakers, you need this mascara, you need this kind of mask, you need to go to North Park and get this, like always sending people with their to-do list. So anyway, I'd finally decided to open this boutique, which of course my husband was like, are you crazy? Like you want to go into retail? <laughs> the whole world is going online. Are you crazy? It's the worst decision ever. Everybody told me not to do it. I don't, I honestly, other than my interior designer, there's not one person who told me that this was a good decision. Mm. But my interior designer understands that the details, he understands mm-hmm. me. He, it's funny, we have this connection. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically, I decided to start this business, which is sort of like a huge distraction for my other business, but at the same time, I feel that it's fulfilling me and my art, you know, mm. that I can make someone feel fabulous and then dress them. And clothes aren't, they're fun and they're immediate. And people come in and they've just had cancer or they're getting a divorce or it's super emotional, this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it's weighs on you. After 15 years of talking to women and men about aging, it's a nice breath of fresh air Mm. to go over there and say let me dress you and make you feel fabulous and they don't it's all just so easy and convenient and it's back to the whole retail therapy of it being fun Mm -hmm. and an experience and I really think that the only people 
businesses that will be successful going forward are ones that are experiences oh, and I ones so that agree are with fun. That. So that's really what I'm trying to create. And then I so agree with that. More space became available as people's leases were up. That's the fun part about owning the building. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm opening a hair salon. And so that's under construction. It's super exciting. And then we have one more area of growth that I'm, you know, pondering what I want. You know, should it be some sort of exercise? Should it be, you know, more beauty advisors? It could be you know, eyelashes, it could be spray tan, it could be whatever. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. bottom line is it's fun that I have some grow room. And we also have an event space. Oh, my God, I have to tell you about this event space. It's amazing. You and I are going to have some fun events together. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. So <laughs> Tell I, me about the event it's space. It's a beautiful room to do whatever I want. Wow. I can do yoga in there with my staff. We can do trunk shows. We do fundraisers. We've done, I mean, if someone's getting married and they want to bring all their bridesmaids in and we can do a whole fun event for them, it's just a place to be creative. Is it an empty room on most days? And so you can turn it into whatever you oh, want. We do live demos. I teach in there. You know, my dad lectures all over the world. He can use a space. It's just a, a it's just a space of a think tank. It's a, it's a fun space. How big space. is it? How big is the space? <sighs> it's pretty big. Um, I can seat 70 people. Wow. Yeah. It's fun. I love, I love that it's just this like holistic, it's not just come fix your face, you know, it's not oh, yeah. just come like, but that's how, that's how so many people look at it, you know, instead of like, and I love that it's a one-stop shop that like you can come in and you walk out and from all different angles and all different fronts, you are going to feel enlightened. You're going to feel so much better it's yeah. amazing and really the goal is that <clears throat> if you came to my office and you saw noelle for botox let's say and you love noelle you might go i only want to see noelle mm -hmm. but let's say you had come and seen dana mm -hmm. you would say i only want to see dana mm -hmm. and the truth is, is that my team is a team mm -hmm. we put our knowledge together and sometimes they both come in the room and they collaborate or abby comes in and darling and all the different girls come in and we put our knowledge together and i think that's also super unique mm -hmm. versus this competitive environment this is my patient and my pa you know so i just i do have strong opinions but i also know i'm open-minded at the same time like for example we sell botox mm -hmm. and one of my patients came in and said i love xeomin which is a competitor of botox mm -hmm. and i said really why do you like it so much she's like gives me all these reasons so i said you know i've never tried it I, while she's in the room, I call the Xeomin rep and I say, can you come here? I want to try your product. She's like, I'll be there. So she comes the next day and I get four people and I literally, I'll show you on my phone, we do a video of half face and I do Xeomin on one side and Botox on the other. And I'm literally in the middle of my own little experiment and they can show me all their studies all day long. I don't care. Right. I mean, I care. Right. But I also want to do my own. Right. And I'll let you know what I think. But I'm not like only this mm. because it's just an evolving world, you mm -hmm. know. So I'm I I think that's why I'm not sitting there doing all the zapping myself anymore. Mm -hmm. I better utilize doing research. I'm better making plans. I'm making sure that everybody's happy. I'm making sure that you know this this big picture thing is is working and that patients are getting the experience mm -hmm. that I want. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but it is hard growing because, you know, I want to, I want that touch point with everybody. Right. Right. And people are like, why well, are you in a franchise? I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. I, all I care about is this baby. Mm-hmm. Like this is, I've got my babies, my real babies. Mm-hmm. And then this is my other baby. And I want to make it as great as I can. And that's my dream. How many children do you have? I have three sons. <gasps> the girliest girl with all boys. Is that oh, not crazy? My and I gosh. just got a boy dog. How old? How old are your boys? I have an eleven-year-old, eight-year-old, and a five-year-old. So how do you? How do you be a mom and do all of this? That's got to be hard. That's a good question. Um, <clears throat> um, number one, I have a great husband, hmm. and, and and I'm not trying to. I mean, he is very involved, and he. He's just involved, and that's a huge help. Number two, I have the best mom in the world. She, I really do. She wakes up every morning, and she says, what are the challenges of the day? That's how she starts the day, because she knows that's life. You she know? calls you? She texts oh, you? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. A FaceTime, probably. <laughs> and she's got five children, mm-hmm. and they're all in Dallas. She has 13 grandchildren, and we all live in one neighborhood. And, and she just wakes up and she's like, "Where? How can I help?" She's just like that. Are she's, you serious? She's amazing, yeah. So I, wow. she gives me wind in my sail. So, you know, talking to moms all day long. I mean, the mom role is huge. Yeah, it's huge. And I think when people think about what careers they want to have, like I was like, I love children. Maybe I should be a teacher. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was a communications major at University of Texas. Mm. I just picked something broad. And I guess I became a good communicator, which is good. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I just needed something broad. Mm-hmm. And basically, you know, I think you got to think about the future when you choose a career. I think you need to think about what will allow you to use your brain and give back to society and do things that excite you, but that also allows you to be a mom. Mm. So when people are like, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a lawyer, I am not against that. I'm just like, can you do that and be a good mom? Yeah. And that's whenever I talk to all these young girls, I'm like, think about that. Yeah. So I see really, all these people really who go to point. school and go to school and then they, they don't even use it because it doesn't allow them to do both. Right. So that's a lot of times what I talk about to younger, you know, people really thinking good. about careers. But my career does allow me to do that. But it took a lot of hard work to get the team I have to be able to allow me to do both. And my mom's hugely supportive. And I have a live-in nanny, which I end up being the nanny advisor all day long. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. What do you but mean you, by that? <clears throat> well, I have somebody who lives with me mm-hmm. and she doesn't even speak English. And people are like, how do you do that? But the truth is, is she, she helps me. She's my extender. She's not a mother. She's mm-hmm. my extender, but you got to run your home like a business mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you got to be able to feed your kids and you got to be able to keep the house clean. Otherwise you're going to feel so out of control. Mm-hmm. So she helps me, you know, I'm type A. Everything <laughs> needs to be organized. So I think all these people getting divorces, get a nanny, get some help. It's it's worth the money you're spending on therapy to have a little more order at home. Yeah, I so agree with that. You know, I just went back to work full time. And um, I love that we're supposed to be talking about skin. We're talking about this. Oh. It's so, but it's such a big. You see why I, mean, I need it. I love it though. So, but one of the biggest things that has, one, the biggest, the most difficult thing, my son asked me a couple weeks ago, Mom, do you like your job? And I said, uh, if I didn't have 
three kids, I would absolutely love my job. Yeah. You know, because I love to work and I'm hard working and I love to make money, but but the balance and you're right, like finding that balance has just it's been tricky and I have great great help and I am unapologetic about hey, can you cook us dinner? Can you can you go to the grocery store for me? Can you cut flowers? I want some flowers in my front room. Like just, you're so right. If there's not balance, if there if you can't find that balance, then you're not you're not in the right space. But I love how you talked about when your dad first talked, first approached you, and said, "What are we going to do with this? You know, you're right. popping all these pimples and da da." And you said you lit up like you, like and that. And if I didn't have that challenge, yeah. I don't think I would have lit up. Right. But there was something inside of you. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Sometimes I you would... have to see a problem and you have to, ex- to see there's a need for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I one time heard a sermon. It was a great sermon on um, following your dreams and following your heart. And the pastor was talking about how so many people would come into him and say, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my life. I don't know what my calling is. And he said, Oh, I'll, I'll help you. And he said, he would always ask just one question and it was what breaks your heart? Like what breaks your heart? What, what gets you fired up? What gets you jazzed? What gets, what makes, what do you feel so passionate about? I mean, I love making people feel good, but I don't have, any passion i can't i can't yeah. look at someone and see uh, right. uh like i don't i can't do what you do i can't see what you see and it's an amazing gift i mean those are just god given gifts i believe it totally my three kids are all so different mm-hmm. I, and there's just those god gifts that's why it's interesting having more than one kid because you think they're like this because of me. And then the next one's totally different and you parent it the exact same way and they're totally different. But my older sister and I look like very similar. And everywhere we go, people confuse us and we're three years apart. Wow. And she couldn't do what I do for one minute. I mean, she would not care what someone does with their makeup or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a busy mother of four and she's amazing and has her, other gi- her own gifts. Right. But it is funny how different we are. Yeah. So we digress. Okay, so back back to skin. I am interested in, um, in, so I would love to know, like, and I've given you no lead time, but I'm sure because you're so good at this, you're not going to have a problem answering it. If you could give, if you could give advice, like your three top tips to men, women, kids, and like, what is I love it, this question. The most I'm excited to answer this question. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Okay. So you you can only say your three biggest tips, your three biggest advice. What would you, what would it be? Okay. Thinking back on 15 years of talking to people for a living and what have I learned, I would say number one, the left side of our face is aging faster than the right side of our face. Mine is. It's Why is that happening? Driving window. And everybody either doesn't wear sunscreen or they only do it when they go to the beach or, you know, they put it on eight in the morning and think, yay me, I'm doing a good job. But actually midday is when the sun kicks in and your sunblock is no longer protecting you. And then we start having more wrinkles, more loss of volume, more spots, more everything on our left side. So number one, reapply your sunscreen. I have this easy solution. It's this product called Color Science. It's an SPF 50 
powder and you just throw it in your purse, throw it in your bag, whatever, and then you just reapply when you put on your lipstick or men can put it in their middle compartment. Super easy. So I would say, number one, you could spend all this money on skincare. You need to protect your skin. Wow. And the face, neck, chest, and hands see a disproportionate amount of sun than the rest of our body. Wait, so, what, say those again. The Face, neck, chest, and hands. Mm-hmm. See okay. more of the sun than right. the rest of our body. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, look at a, look at what we're wearing right exactly. now. Exactly. It's the only thing that's exposed. So you want to consider all of those areas to be equally important, mm-hmm. and they really do show the signs of aging more than any of the other parts. Yeah. I mean, it's more expected to see spots on the arms and stuff than all over than the decollete. Mm-hmm. And your decollete is like your sexy area. I mean, mm-hmm. you just people like burn and burn that skin over and over. And I'm like, are you crazy? They're like, well, I'm covering my face. Or they'll mm-hmm. be in a tanning bed still to this day. People are doing that. And they've got their face covered and not the rest. I'm like, okay, be proactive. The next time you go get a manicure or pedicure, I want you to look around the room. And every single person's got their face down. They're looking at their phone. And they got all this laxity down here. And I'm telling you, that neck is brutal trying to lift hanging skin is a lot harder than trying to maintain the skin we have so Mm. it's never too late i'm happy to help all ages but if you're still you know in your 30s 40s be proactive wear sunscreen and start putting a little collagen in your collagen bank which you know we talk about in consultations and how to do that but if you think of your face like a bed okay You can have a firm mattress and dirty sheets and not fluff pillows and the bed looks like crap, right? Mm -hmm. Or you can have beautiful bedding but a caving-in mattress and that doesn't look good either. And that's more the analogy to the women who are going right to fillers and filling and filling and filling and they're over-fluffing the pillows, Mm -hmm. but they're not taking care of the sheets, the quality of their skin, and firming the mattress. Mm -hmm. So it's not about doing too much laser, too much injectables, or too much of anything. It's about the balance. Mm. So I want people to understand the three main contributors to what's aging our skin is skin laxity, loss of volume, and skin discolorations. So some people are 50 years old, and they have no discoloration. They have more melanin in their skin. They have have more built-in protection. That might not be the thing that's distracting me, Mm -hmm. but they might be super thin and lost all this volume in their face. So you have to have that balance of those three things. Some people have all three things. So it's not an age. I have women who are 20 who are very animated and they have strong etched lines because they're very animated with their faces. So, you know, Botox does wonders on them. Whereas I have women who are 50 years old who don't need Botox because that's just not the musculature of their face. They're not you know, constantly moving those lines. So Mm. it isn't an age. Don't say to people, oh, you're so young. You're only 27 getting Botox. It's not about that. It's about your particular face and nobody's here to judge. The goal is if you look at a photo of yourself from 10 years ago, can we try to stay true to that face? Mm. Mm. Not put Angelina Jolie lips on someone who it who doesn't look important with right, Angelina you know? Jolie. But lips. I promise you, she does mm-hmm. those things to maintain mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. And you gotta rock what you got. Mm-hmm. And you should maintain the things that are your assets. Mm-hmm. And I think eyes are huge. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom always joked, You're never gonna have the best ass, but you got nice light eyes, so you gotta you know, play up what you got. <laughs> and she's so right. Like I just You do have the most well, beautiful eyes. Thank you, but my point is it's People 
spend so much of their time focused on the things that just aren't their gifts. Yeah. And I think it's so much more positive to see what is great about them. You have, Mm -hmm. you know, beautiful lips, you have beautiful, like whatever your gift is, let's focus on that and make it better. So if you have good brows, Mm -hmm. like let's make them amazing Mm -hmm. because they're so close to that. Mm -hmm. And then it feels so much more attainable. Mm. So that's another big focus for me is taking what's good and making it great. I love that. Really, really smart. Thanks. Okay. So first thing is sunscreen. sunscreen. Second thing is understanding the bed analogy Mm -hmm. and having someone really make sure that finding the balance of those three things, mm-hmm. not too much of one thing. And mm-hmm. then the third thing was eyes. Mm-hmm. I just think, you know, maximizing your brows, knowing how to do your eye makeup, right. Keeping the brow lifted, just there's all these different tricks, but I just think it's your powerhouse. It's the first thing you look at mm-hmm. on a face and people, you know, should, I just always Spend look time. at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how, how is it hard when you, how do you, if somebody comes in and they want something done that you don't feel comfortable or you don't see that they need or they should do, how do you, how do you address that? I don't really have that problem, to be honest. If, if, well, if they have, good. yeah, if most people come in and they have a need, I see the need. Okay. I just don't think it maybe is the number one, but I mean. That's not, I always address what's bothering them mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. But I also try to enlighten them on other possibilities mm-hmm. so that they trust me in the future. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my consultation, I might spend 20 minutes just filling in their brows or showing them how to enhance their eyes. And then they're like, oh my God, that was so easy. And then they like, just that trust becomes more evident mm-hmm. because they see what I see. Right. And so I just, I encourage people to find somebody who they're in line with, with what they think looks good. That's another point. Half the time I interview people to work for me, they look so scary because they're overdone or, you know, I had one woman who was beautiful, but she had these tattooed lips over injected and I'd teach permanent makeup. I, I'm all about permanent makeup. And meanwhile, I'm like, how can I hire you when you're like the opposite of what I teach. Mm. And she was super awesome and educated, and, but I couldn't do it. Mm. It's like going to an overweight trainer. I'm not trying right. to be rude, but right. like you are the teacher of these things. So right. Right. I really I really try to pick a team that is in line with my brand. So you never have to come into my office and tell me, I don't want to look frozen. I don't want to look unnatural. I am the police of that. Mm. And but I get why you see one bad job and it deters the whole world yeah, from true. doing those things when there's a hundred people who's doing it well and you don't know. So it's just such a negative connotation mm-hmm. with what I do, which I'm really trying hard to ch- to change that. That's good. And when you come to my office, your people are shopping and they got numbing cream on, and people are sipping on their coffee and they're all chatting about what they're having done because there's no secrets there. Mm. I mean, sometimes people come in unnatural looking and they came that way. Mm-hmm. And I like wish I had a back door for them, truthfully. Mm-hmm. But most people, I, I try to undo if they look unnatural. Mm. You know, so I'm not associated with anything invasive. There's no surgery. There's no, and this is like, think of, we go to the gym and we're all together and we're all battling that together. Right. I feel the same way about it's skin. It's really good. So it's really, it's really different. Good. There's just, there's no... 
There's no shame. There's no shame. I mean, that's what that is. Yeah. That's what that is. Oh, I remember when I first, I mean, I did Botox for the first time probably eight years ago. And I I didn't tell anybody. I mean, I didn't tell. I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed to, and now, I mean, we all, all my girlfriends, we all talk about it. And, yeah. and, and it's so funny. This is kind of like a few weeks ago or a few episodes ago, I had a plastic surgeon, Dr. Michael Leon. And, um, I talked, I mean, I had a boob job years, years, years ago after I gave birth to children and my breasts look like mosquito bites <laughs> and I was all shriveled up and it yeah. and I had said I will never I mean in my early 20s when my boobs were fabulous I said oh my gosh I would never you right. know and then and then I did and I was embarrassed about that I was in you know I didn't want anybody to know I remember somebody saw me at a at a game right after I had them done and somebody said or she said did Tova get a boob job and I was like oh no somebody noticed you know and I was I was ashamed I was embarrassed and now I mean everybody all my girlfriends all we talk about you know is that there is so much less shame associated with and I do think that that has evolved it's gotten better it's still not perfect but it's gotten better for sure I agree with you on that but we, but we do say we? we do say, and I have even said I will never, and and I have said you know I will never get a facelift, I will never get my eyes done, I will never da da. Um, two summers ago, I was sitting at a by a pool with a dear friend of mine, and we were talking about what we do, and she's like, oh, I get Botox, you know, we're all sharing what we do, and she's she says, you know, and I get a couple of lip, lip injections, and I was like. Oh, no, she didn't say that. I said first, but I'll never do my lips. Like, I will never touch my lips. Those people look so unnatural, da-da-da. And she goes, oh, never say never, T. And she was like, I I get a couple of lip injections. Yeah, I did. And I was like, what? I mean, she looked... She looked so natural. It looked so good. I never in a million years thought that she had had it done. And then what do I do? Six months later is I'm like looking in the mirror thinking, why are my... So when I do yoga and I concentrate or when I read, I purse my lips. And I started to see these little wrinkles, you know, where I purse. I've never smoked. It's not because of that. It's just aging. So what do I do? Lips age too. What do I do? Call, you know, get, get... Okay, how do I... How do I get my lips better without because they were becoming a distraction. Yeah. I mean, I love that I word. I think people also don't realize that it's not all or nothing. I mean, you can tippy toe into botox. I mean, you you can tippy toe into everything. Right. Yeah, so like that's I think, what we do. We always mm-hmm. take the conservative approach and then we say we can add if we want to add and then it just feels more comfortable to everybody. Yeah. So. Well, it's okay, kudos to you and and your staff who are is changing that because there should be absolutely no shame right. in in taking steps. I mean, I love the gym analogy. Like, we're all in this together. Totally. Like, all of us want to look better. All of us want to feel better. And if God has given someone the talent and the gifts to help us do that, why? I mean, if you have a headache, you take an Advil 
because it will help your headache, right. you know? Right. And, and you just don't, you, there is a line, like we were always talking about balance. When I have people who are crazy, and I don't have a lot of them, but once in a while, I don't even want to help those people because they over-obsess and they're never happy and they just need therapy. Mm. This is uh, my patients I, are. Yeah, I wanted to actually ask a question about this. That's all right. Yeah, no, I'm, I love when you ask oh, questions because yeah. you know you say you don't do really invasive like surgical type procedures, but do you ever have clients who you worry are getting carried away and maybe have like you know, oh, developing yeah. a body dysmorphic condition? I was talking about that back door or... option because they come in looking that way, and I'm don't want them to represent what I think looks good, right. and they're totally carried away. And they're unhappy. They're mm. just unhappy and they're thinking that's because you do, there is an element of joy when you, let's say you do something and you feel better and you're like, oh, well, more would make me feel better. So I get more and right. then more and more. And then, then you like fall off a cliff. And that's never enough. Yeah. Mm. So, but we're really good about helping people with that. I mean, we, that's where I'm saying my patients become our friends. I mean, I'm like a therapist half mm. the time. Oh, I bet. I'm telling them what nanny to get and I'm telling them <laughs> what like, massage place to go to or, you know, all of those things. So I, I do really want the building to be a place where people feel safe, unjudged, and convenient. I have no time. Like, all people talk about is how they have no time. Well, this is a place that helps you with that problem. Mm. And... Um, I just think it's the opposite of sterile. It's not scary. It's just fun. I mean, we're having this fun event on Thursday and we have a DJ and I mean, it's hilarious. My dad's got all these diabetic patients who, you know, are struggling with some pretty serious stuff and they come in and it's like not this sad, scary environment. Mm. It's, it's a place that's healing. Yeah. And Mm. I just, that's what I like to surround myself with. And I, I just love what it's turning into and I love you know the boutique is also fun another point that a lot of times my patients become my models Mm. because I think it's boring to look at six feet tall size zero you know women all day long so if you look at our Instagram I don't have one friend that is six feet tall right and that's not who I'm selling to (laughs) exactly so I do photo shoots like twice a month and we I ask people that are you know believe in me and trust me and has a relationship with me but to to model for us and it doesn't even matter what they had done it's Mm. look at how many kinds of beautiful there is Mm. look at all the different kinds of ages of beauty Mm -hmm. and they're not necessarily six feet tall and size zero and they show the the different looks and the the final end result. Like when you look at a celebrity on the red carpet, I promise you they did a lot of things to get to that point. Mm -hmm. And people want to know how do they look so good? Well, it's not just the dress. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that their chest isn't covered with bird droppings and that the Mm -hmm. fact that their skin is glowing and all these things. So we're showing, okay, here's this beautiful woman at 60 years old who looks fabulous. And I'm not going to talk about what she necessarily had done because your face is totally different than her face. Mm -hmm. But this is what we think looks good. Mm. And if you agree with us, then come have a consultation. Mm. So the clothes is, in a way, sort of a way to advertise different kinds of beauty. The overall, overall, yeah, the whole thing. And that's what the hair salon is also exciting and new, too. So fun. I I love how you see beauty and I mean, it's obvious. It's obvious in the way that um, you talk about the people that you consult and your and your patients. That you see beauty in all people. 
you see beauty in all people. And you want to bring out their not this one face that looks like beauty. These big lips and this mm-hmm. spray tan with the fake eyelashes and the you know, I just that's not interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. not what I'm trying well, to do it's, here. It's tired. I mean that totally. Is. <laughs> I mean it's so that's funny. I see all these fake tired. eyelashes and like the brows. Where why aren't we thinking about the brows? It's mm-hmm. like you can't, I, I need to come get my... I've never yeah, done one thing will, with my brows. We'll talk after. Okay. <laughs> um, I definitely want to um, show you in person a little bit more just so... It's not just words here. I want you to come and have an experience. Yeah, I would love, I would I love to come. That would be great. I would love to come. I would love to just... I mean, I love... I, w- I bet everybody who's listening, especially women, are like, I want to come and talk to her about what is distracting. I mean, I love... That I love that thought process. It's thank you. very and interesting. I thank you for saying that. But men are not off the hook. <laughs> I will tell you the number one way that. that men come in mm-hmm. is actually not from the pissed off husbands that they spend all this money. It's from the woman who comes home and feels sexier mm. and feels more like themselves. I mean, when women say to me, when women say to me, um, oh, I don't care about getting laser hair removal in my bikini because, you know, that's not the priority and da-da-da. But then the women that are getting divorced, they're all thinking about that area. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, God, you, you got to make sure that you're doing these things for you, mm-hmm. but you got to, like, keep them happy, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it, it, it's, you want to refresh yourself from head to toe. Right. And anything that's a permanent luxury that you never have to think about again is super valuable. Yeah. And I end up having all these discussions with women about the bikini area and they're there to talk about Botox. And I'm like, they're both important. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, there's nothing that makes you feel older than when you look down and it's not tailored and nice. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I know that's weird that I'm saying it, but no. it's true. We end up talking about sex. I want to mm-hmm. have like a wall of the best vibrators. Like, I'm not <laughs> kidding you. I swear to God. Like, I, I'm just all about. Yeah, I had one of those in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I just, I want to solve everybody's problems. I love it. I'm well, sure. Well, you take a very holistic approach to a person and their soul and their inside and their spirit. And that that is obvious which is just makes you so unique i mean so unique that's why i love this event space like i want to use it to learn by the way you know amy bowers yes amy i hope you're listening (laughs) i just saw a picture of her we just did an event together about you know doing these pantry cleanouts and you know teaching people how to read labels and not get tricked by the organic and you know anyway that's all that's what i want you know if anyone's listening out there and they've got great things to teach contact me let's Mm. collaborate i want to help more people i love that it's not just what i have to learn i mean what i have to say i have lots to learn myself so how do people find you um well enlightened dallas is you know our instagram and facebook for the md side but we just actually separated and it's the boutique is enlightened living because some people just want to look at clothes right and that was a hard thing for me because I'm trying to teach it all as mm-hmm. one thing, kind of mm-hmm. like goop. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah. But to go from beautiful clothes to like cool sculpting, mm-hmm. you know, or both, it, it doesn't. Yeah. So we did separate. Um, so Enlightened Living is our boutique. Enlightened Dallas is the medical spa. And, you know, just messaging me that way is probably the easiest way. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Thank you so much Thank for coming for today. Me. And I can't wait. 
I can't wait to come see you. Thank I can't. You. I, I can't w- wait to have I you. I want a full, honest assessment. You have it's free coming. reign. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so, so much. And I just wish you the very best. I'm Thank so you. proud of you. And I don't even know you, but you should be so proud of what you've created and, and what you. you're doing to and help so you, many Stacey, people. thank you, Stacy, for introducing us. Yes. We love thank you. Thank you, Stacy. We do love you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs>